WPTF Radio, AM 680, FM 98.5. It is Friday night, and let me look at the computer. I get confused about the days these days. 9.07 is the time now, and it's May the 7th. And I'm Tom Kearney, the Tom Kearney Show. It's on every night, Monday through Friday, from 9 until 10, and we try to bring you programs that are interesting and entertaining. And if everything is going all right and nothing really critical is going on, we try to devote Fridays to our Friday night trivia, which is intended to be relaxing and fun and, and a recognition that another week has gone by and we made it. Uh, as my brother, who sometimes appears with us on the show, says, it's nice to be vertical at this point. And also, it's the beginning of a weekend, and we are told by the weather people that it's going to be really a nice weekend, and it's going to be Mother's Day, so there's lots of reasons to celebrate that. So. That's why we're having Friday Night Trivia, and I'm, I'm here, and uh, I will be presenting you with some questions. You will dial up the number, which is area code 919-860-9783. 9783, by the way, works out if you have letters on your telephone to be WPTF. So that's a memory device. You can remember 860-WPTF if you're not a member of the family, if you are. The radio family I'm speaking of, you probably already know the number, and indeed I've actually had people call before this point in the program who are, who are already ready to answer the first question. The trivia that we play on the Tom Kearney Show on Friday night has one uh, particular rule, and just really one rule, and that is you cannot look the answer up. Anybody could do that. Uh, the presence of uh, handheld devices and computers has made some people who don't have very good memories and are not maybe very smart appear to be smart. So we're, we're testing those who actually know the stuff, have it in their head. It's what I call a desert island experience. And so no cheating now, no using handheld devices. I mean smartphones and things like that. No using computers like PCs or Macs. And you can't even use a book, an old-fashioned uh, almanac or something where you, you reach and pull it off the shelf. You've got to have this in your head. The only way you can get any help is from another living person. So if you're driving in the car and the person with you says, uh, the answer to that is, pull over, I've got the answer. Right, give me your phone and I'll call that idiot and tell him what the answer is. Or if you're washing dishes or working in the workshop, whatever you can get if, if your other living human being wants to whisper it in your ear or even speak it out loud, you can you can do that to tell us the answer. And the idea is to have a little bit of fun and to lure you into some conversation with us here on WPTF. Again, 919-860-9783. While I was imagining some subject for trivia questions, I was just telling Brittany, our, our producer, this, uh, uh, Mrs. Kearney and I were eating, and I said, ah, See if you, to her, see if you can tell me. The Ivy League. And so I, I 
I won't say. In fact, I don't even remember how many of them she got. Maybe she got all of them. But in any event, that's the question. That's the first question. What I want you to do is to name the Ivy League. But I'm going to split it into two parts so you have a two-part question. Actually, they're going to be about three or four parts on the Ivy League. But uh, to begin with, we're we're going to split the number of schools in the Ivy League. There are eight, as a matter of fact. And we're going to split them into two. And one question is, what are the Ivy League schools in New England? And those are the New England states. And somebody will say, well, I don't know what the New England states are. Okay, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island. That's New England in the United States. That's what we usually usually call it when we think of them together. And part of them are, part of the Ivy League is in New England, and the other part of the New Eng- of the Ivy League is in states not very far away. But uh, there are four in and four out, and I want you to name. You can t- choose either one of them, the four that are in or the four that are out. And I'll just give you a chance to get a gold star. 919-860-WPTF. 919-860-WPTF. Brittany, has anybody decided they want to try this thing yet? Not yet. Okay. Here, here we go then. Okay. Uh, what I want to know is what are the five oldest, this is kind of higher education, right? five oldest colleges slash universities in the United States, the five oldest, the first one founded, the second one founded, et cetera, the five oldest institutions of higher learning in the United States, 919-860-9783. Don't be bashful now and do I always bring this up, but my my Baptist friends would say you should come on down to the front of the church, our radio church here, and testify. So you dial nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three, and you 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 answer the question. And one of the most important callers is our our seed caller, and there we've got two or three members of our radio family who usually arrive usually arrive pretty early. So what we want here is the five oldest. Universities or colleges in the United States, and one of them I think is painfully obvious, but it may not be. I I never really can tell about this. We did some state mottos and U.S. mottos uh, last week or the week before. I was surprised. This is one reason I do this kind of stuff is I think you learn something, uh, even when the questions are backwards like they do them on Jeopardy. But uh, we did state mottos, and we got North Carolina's motto. I'm not going to say it because I may ask you that to put a little frosting on the cake if you get the answer to the to the question that I'm going to ask uh, about state mottos. But I've got, we didn't ask, the, the, nobody got these before, but there I can think of three states that their motto is one word, just one word. And uh, let's see, I think one of them, the word is in Greek and one uh, may be in Latin and one may be in English. I'm not sure about that Latin, but uh, it's... Uh, it's one of the better-known states. So what we've got is three states, and I want you to tell me what their mottos are. And if you say, I can't, I can get, might get one of them, but I can't get all three of them, take one. Try the other ones. If you don't get the other ones, we'll get another caller later to fill in the blanks, so to speak. 919-860-9783. And we've got some questions on the board now, and we're going to stop. We're going to let give you a chance to, to queue up, which is a kind of a, Anglophile or British way of saying get in line, 919-860-9783. What we want to know is the name of the Ivy League schools. What we want to know is the five oldest colleges or universities in the United States. And what we want to know is 
the three states whose mottos are one word. Tom Kearney on a Friday night. I believe it's May 7th, and we are uh, conducting the Friday night trivia show. And uh, Brittany, who is our producer, has told me that uh, uh, one of our members of our radio family and one of the persons who helps us get a good seed call, and that, that shouldn't make you bashful, that should encourage you to call us, is dial 919-860-9783. Anthony, how are you tonight? I'm doing fine, Tom. Hope you are. I am. I'm doing fine. We really didn't have any bad weather, although there was some in our listening area, but it's it's been okay so far. Well, you and I, there are no other callers right now that I'm aware of. Somebody may call and be calling right now, but when, when we came back from the break, so you and I can have a leisurely conversation wherein you tell me which half of the Ivy League you want to name, either the New England half or the other half, and then we'll go about naming them if we can. Well, let me try this. Uh... As you say, I have not looked this up. I used to have this as a question in my history class, but I haven't taught history since 2013, so I kind of put it out of my mind. But let's try it. Uh, Princeton? Okay, now you're choosing the the, the non-New England half then. Yeah, I'm going to try the non-New England part. Well, why don't, why, what's going to happen here? I'm going to tell you if you get them. What what um, this is what hold on this is what I intend to happen you if you can get the four <laughs> then I'm going to run you off or maybe ask you to tell me the name of the athletic teams you know like Wolfpack and whatever that they had and it will give you a, a, a rain check so that if nobody else gets the other four you have to come back during the second half of the show and get the other four okay, okay. you don't have to do it I obviously can't make you do anything. <laughs> Want to hang up and go to bed? That's all right too. But no, uh, I usually hang up and listen to the rest of your shows. So uh, well, that's good. Well, let's try. But you've got one of the four. Your Princeton is one of them. All right. What about Columbia? But Columbia is one of the other. That you've got two of the four outside of New England. Um, now this may be in New England. I can't remember. Brown. Well, uh, it, Brown is in New England. Now, I'm not going to say whether it is, in fact, a member of the Ivy League or not, but it is in New England. It's in it's in Rhode Island, so and that's um, one of the things. By the way, let me say that Columbia was once called King's College before uh, okay. they named it Columbia, and I think that's where that very famous gentleman, Alexander Hamilton, may have gone to some classes at one point or another. I don't know if he graduated uh-huh. from there, but anyway, he's you know got a a musical that may be historically inaccurate named after him but uh but we we won't bother with that. So you've got uh you've got two of the four still, okay? Now what about um let me think a minute. Uh, Penn State or University of Pittsburgh, one of those. Neither one of those two. You were painfully close oh, wow. to getting one right, but neither one of those two. Okay. Well that's all I can come up with uh right Nick on these others. Like I said okay. Had that as a question years ago, but man, when you uh, told that question a while ago, I said, "Oh man, I should have had that sheet in front of me, well, but I didn't." Well, I didn't didn't wasn't conniving as uh, that's why I told the little story about you know us eating and me thinking that it just flashed on me, you know, all of a sudden out of the blue, it's there. I said, "That'll be a good question because 
that's something that people ought to know about, and it participates in, in our culture, and people do know about But you will be mildly embarrassed when you find out the, the two uh, that, that you've left out. One of them is the land-grant institution for the state of New York. I'll just say that, and you, 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 oh, okay. you can't, can't answer that now. And, and But uh, anyway, there are... Uh, but as I say, uh, after the half hour, after we take our news break, uh, you can come back and, and answer the other half if you want to. But don't look them up because... Uh, no, I won't. Okay, all right. I'll be honest. Well, okay, oh, I, I have no doubt. See, the only reason that I throw that up is that I know most of our listeners are honest. They're, they're not the kind of... They, they would, if they were going to cheat, they would cheat on something important, not, not some little game like this where we're just kind of having a little, little, little fun. Uh, I, I never... You and I both were, were educators, and I never cheated in school. I'll just tell you, I, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest about that. I, I had students who spent more time cheating than, than they would have to, to learn it, uh, you know, to learn it uh, without having to cheat. And uh, I was teaching a thing at uh, when I was in grad school called Mod Civ at Chapel Hill, and I noticed these guys went out to go to the bathroom, and he came back from the bathroom, and I said, ah. Oh. So I went in the bathroom in the, in, the, in the stall behind the toilet, you know. You could see it, you know. You know how they are in institutions. You, but he had a book back there. He had his history book. And if you went back there and looked it up, the answers. <laughs> Great. Uh, this was the same class that some guy had written most of the answers on his arm. Uh, but he had a long sleeve <laughs> shirt on, you know. And uh, I just it, it, it's, uh, someday I'm going to write a book about this stuff. Anthony, thank you. And uh, stay tuned just in case I need you, okay? Okay, good okay. thought with you, Tom. Have a great weekend. You too. And, mm-hmm. uh, bye. Bye. Anthony, I hope Anthony gets in touch with his mother over the weekend. Everybody should get in touch with their mother. Uh, Tom Kearney, reminding you of Mother's Day. We've got 924, and uh, Brittany hasn't said anything, so I guess that means that we don't have any more callers. And what I want to know is what are the schools or in the Ivy League? Well, it's always been called the Ivy League. And you could if you were listening you could see that I split the Ivy League for for the purposes of our questions on our programs into two pieces. The Ivy League schools in New England and heck I could have used the question of what are the schools, what are the states that are in New England. In fact we may make the person do that, you know, but but it, I already told you what they are. But there are Eight schools in the Ivy League, four of them are in the New England states, and four of them are in the states just around New England. Tom, we have Joe Williams from Cary who'd like to take a shot at this one. Okay, Brittany, thank you. That, that, that'll help. Joe, how are you tonight? I'm doing well, Tom. How about yourself? I'm doing just fine. I don't think we, I can't remember if we talked to you last week, but I always no, look been, forward to it. been two or three weeks, so. Did you see the article in the uh, in the News and Observer about Grady's barbecue? Grady's uh, oh barbecue? yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, that was, right. You and I talking about Grady and Grady made me think about that. But uh, it's maybe Grady go, down there. <laughs> maybe it's Grady. Okay, made me want to go. And uh, whenever we get together and have our cup of coffee, we'll talk about the other. I think I told you there was a one family in Goldsboro that wanted their name pronounced a particular way. Yeah, I'm I'm curious as to who that is. You know, we lived in Gold for a couple of years. And, uh, I know. Well, you know a lot about it. I, at first, I thought you you were you were just maybe a little older than me, and but uh, you were you. I think you traveled around a lot and were oh, oh, a, yeah. lot of, yeah. a lot of different yeah. places. Yeah. Well, now, what question do you want to answer? Uh, I'm going to try the uh, oldest universities. I don't know, but two of them, and uh, 
I'm not 100% positive about them, but I think William and Perry up in uh, Virginia is one of them. I'll give it to you if you'll pronounce the lady's name correctly. I'm, don't don't get mad with me now. <laughs> William and Mary. William and Mary. You said William. Yeah, William and Mary. That's exactly right. Uh, Mary's father was the king, but the British didn't want him anymore because he was a Roman Catholic, and so they they uh, ran him off. It was James the Second, and uh, I always get a little history lesson in, and uh, they. Uh, decided to put his daughter on the throne but uh, she was married to a guy who was in the in the monarchy of uh, of Holland William William of Orange right and they they the, the books used to say <laughs> they invited him to be the king well they didn't invite him he was coming whether they invited him or not <laughs> and he became the king uh but he was king uh, uh they they served together for about 5 or 6 years then she died and he served on for about 10 more years and then but William and Mary is, right. is one of the. It's the second oldest, and it's of course up in uh, in Virginia. Yeah, yeah. And and what's I, your other one that you're going to put? The, on? the other one I'm reasonably sure is uh, number one. Uh, I just got word yesterday that uh, my grandson has completed his PhD in physics program at a Harvard. Well, very good. That's exactly right. Now, uh, any degree from Harvard is is a, is a degree to be desired. Yeah. But I'm pulling your leg now. you got to know that. But what he should have done is gone about 10 blocks down the street to MIT and got his degree. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get accepted at MIT. <laughs> well, the reason I say that is Harvard has, of course, sciences, but it's most famous for being liberal artsy, you know, kind of place. Right. <laughs> and MIT is, I was up there one time. I had a friend, and he invited me to come up, and I was talking to somebody, and it said in the grocery store, there was a guy who went in the grocery store. And uh, uh, i got to make sure I don't run over the time here. So, okay. Uh, he went in the grocery store, and it was one of those lanes that you see in grocery stores, I, I, at least I used to. Uh, 12, uh, 12 items or less or fewer or whatever the right thing right. is. Right, yeah. And the guy had about 28 items. And the clerk said it was on some street that ran between uh, MIT and Harvard. They're not very far apart. Right. And he said, fella, I can't tell whether you're from Harvard and can't count or from MIT and can't read. Because <laughs> he, had, he had more than he was supposed to have. But I think they, they, let, him, they let him go through anyway. But, uh, yeah. no. but congratulations. That is, that's a really nice thing. And, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, is your grandson, is that what you said? Or, or you yeah, yeah, it's my grandson. And uh, he's going to work with the Minnesota Twins the first day of June. I talked with uh, Tony about that about two months ago. and uh, Well, now you got a Ph.D. in physics, you said. Now, what is he going to do for the twins? I have no idea, but uh, he said his boss there has got a Ph.D. from Harvard in physics also. Oh, well, maybe he's going to be calculating the trajectory of the baseball or something. You know, some really serious scientists have worked on that stuff. You know, yeah, yeah, like you, you know one, one of these guys high up in the hierarchy out here with the hockey team has got a Ph.D. in physics. Right, well... Well, that's wonderful, and he's going to work for the twins. That's great. Yep. The truth is, Joe, we're just about out of time, so I'm going to bid you adieu, but thanks okay. for joining us tonight. Good, Take good care. talking with you. Okay. Our friend Joe Williams, we're going to stop right now and check the news.
let's see what time the clock says at the Tom Kearney Show. 9.35 at WPTF AM 680 at 98.5 on the FM band. And I remind you, as I do each night, to set one on your FM band in your car on 98.5 and your AM band at that 680. This is also the point we in the program usually right at the halftime that we pause for a second to do a little promoing. And that's when I tell you that Monday night, Dr. Mike Walden, uh, William Neal Reynolds, professor of economics at NC State and a frequent visitor every month, as a matter of fact, to our program, will be with us to, to talk about the economy and to comment on it. And uh, we hope you will tune in for that uh, next week. Bob Chandler, who knows a lot about things that have to do with Apple products, will be on with us, I think, on Wednesday night. And uh, next week is... Uh, the week that the National Weather Service emphasizes being prepared for hurricanes. Uh, the official beginning of the hurricane season, of course, is June 1st, and it runs through November 30th. But it's the kind of thing you have to be prepared for, and the uh, the, the message that we're sort of getting, and the full thing hasn't come yet, is that this is going to be an active hurricane season like last year was. Now, we, in this part of the world, were not hit as badly as those people in Louisiana were, but one can never tell, and you will want to know about that. That is, how the season's going to be and how to prepare for it. And Nick Petro of the National Weather Service is going to be our guest next Thursday night, and we'll be back here Friday night, good Lord willing, with the trivia program. Okay? 919-860-9783 is the number you want to call. What I presented you with is... Uh, Three questions, and I'm going to add one here, too. But the three questions have to do with the five oldest uh, colleges slash universities in the United States. And Joe called, and he got two of the five. He got uh, number one and number two. Well, what we need is three, four, and five now, of the oldest universities slash colleges in the United States. Number one was Harvard. Number two was William & Mary. Also, I've asked you to name... Uh, three states whose mottos are one word, and in one case, uh, it's in a different language. It's not Latin, by the way. I think there is one that is in Latin, and uh, there's one that's pure old English, but I want to know the three, okay? And uh, also, uh, name the schools who are in the Ivy League. And for the purposes of the, the program, I made two questions out of it. The, the Ivy League schools that are in New England, and the Ivy League schools that are in states outside of New England. New England is the six states, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. That's what we usually call New England. Okay, and there, there are four of the schools that are in those states. And uh, Anthony from Broadway got two of them. And we're going to build on that question. You can, you can finish out by figuring the other two, or you can come up with the four that are outside. And somebody ought to know the answer to that. Uh, 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. Okay, and over the last few weeks we've been featuring, because I love this this category, movie quotes. Uh, back in uh, about 2000, the American Film Institute uh, did a survey of the 100 uh, best movie quotes, and uh, they published it. And, I, and they may have changed some of them, or they may change some of them when they do the next survey. But I'm going to tell you three of them, and I want you to tell me what the movie is. I'm going to tell you three quotations, and then you're going to tell me what the movie is. Okay, one of them is, and this is the quote now, we'll always have Paris. 
that's from a movie that they're of the the top 100. There are eight quotations from this one movie, so you can tell it was a very quotable movie. But the the quotation right here that we're focusing on is, "We'll always have Paris." Okay. Number two is a relatively recent one, and the quotation is, "I see dead people." End quote. I see dead people. Now, if you don't know all of them, you know just one of them. Guess it and try take an educated guess at the other ones. And here's an easy one. This is number three. Shane, Shane, come back. What I want to know is the name of the movie from which that comes. And I may ask you to name at least one of the people who was in the movie because it's really kind of easy. But the quote is, Shane, Shane, come back. That's one. I see dead people is two. And we'll always have Paris is three. And we've got enough movie people in our audience to to reduce those. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. If you know the answer to those. And I want to know the uh, the schools that are in the Ivy League. And once we identify them, I'm going to see if you can tell me what their what their symbols are when they go out to play. You know, what do they call them? Like a, you might call uh, the... Uh, well, my high school was the Goldsboro High School Earthquakes when I was in school. In 1970, they they changed the name to the Cougars. I don't know what you call, call it. It's not a mascot because the mascot is the thing that has the name, but it, I call it the nicknames. But what I, want, I will eventually ask you that about the Ivy League. 919-860-9783. Brittany, do we have anybody? Yes, we do. We have Henry from Raleigh. Henry from Raleigh. Well, put him on. Henry, good evening. You're on WPTF. Good evening, Tom. Uh, hi. Um, I have a I question called. I want to ask you when you, you're through answering your questions, but you get to go first. Which which? What are you going to answer tonight? Okay, I called in about the state mottos, but in the meantime, you named the movies, and I can do one of the movies. One of the uh, quotations. Okay. Which one? Yeah, the movie that said, the boy said, I see dead people. Yeah. That's called The Sixth. Yeah. Right, and the, the the little boy in that movie uh, sees things, doesn't he? If I remember yeah, he, correctly. Sees, he sees people who are dead. Uh, right, well, well, you ought to know, Henry, you're an educated man. I learned that you went to Wake Forest, and so you're an educated man. Thank uh, you. At least to graduate school, you should know we'll always have Paris, because that's a, a well-known, well-known quotation. Uh, Not well-known to me. Not known at all. Okay. Sorry. Well, now, we talked about the the uh, last night real quickly, and we probably shouldn't do this on the air, but but we're going to do it here right now because we're not and nobody's waiting. We're not holding up anybody. But sure. uh, we talked about the professors. I think you you mentioned Lamar Cecil and and George Taylor. They were the people you had. Yeah. Who, who did you identify with at Wake Forest once you got there? <laughs> well, um, let's see. Um, I especially like Professor George Walker. Okay, I did not know that he came after I was there. So. Okay, uh, he had a mil- he had been in the military at one point, and then eventually um, he went to grad school and or professional school, and then came to the uh, Wake Forest uh, faculty there. He was a terrific guy. He really was. Um, he, he was probably my favorite. Okay, but I liked I liked a lot of them actually. Right. Well, Richard Zuber was one of my favorites. I don't know if you ever had him for American No, American I don't. History. What was his field? American history. He, he, no, he no, I didn't. I don't remember right. him at all. 
but and a uh, guy named David Smiley was there, but he may have been after he he may have retired before you got there. He was very popular with the <clears> and uh, uh, but I, I really liked all the ones. In fact, it was a guy. The last person who was there when I was a student retired about two years ago, and he was a a man named uh, Barefoot, I think it was his name or something like that. But anyway, he taught some strange version of European history. Now it wasn't strange; it was just like Renaissance and Reformation or something like that. Uh-huh. So, but anyway. Tom, let me ask you real quick, if I may. Um, Modern Civilization was one of my favorite courses at Carolina. Wasn't that a two-semester uh, course? It, it was. It, and it was, there were two courses that every person who entered as a freshman had to take. And one was Mod Civ, and the other they had to take at least one semester of composition. They could place oh, yeah. out of the other one, but both of them, you, there were two. Usually, two were required, and if you if you did real well in one, you know, if, if it was clear you could write, they'd let you out of the second one. But you had to take well, two semesters of mod civ. Did you know a mod civ instructor named Betty Brandon? She was terrific. I remember that name, but I can't say that I remember that person. There were there were probably about forty or fifty people teaching wow. that because. It, there were ninety three sections of it, so wow. one year, and uh, that, that that I taught it. I some guy actually quit, and I ended up getting an extra section section, which it was good because I needed the money, quite frankly. So well, we yeah. all did for sure, probably. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. But that was a great course, and I loved it. I loved taking that course, and it's one of the main reasons I stayed in the field of history for my undergrad. So. Well, I learned probably more by teaching that course than any course that I actually took. And sometime if you want to do something and then I'm gonna run you off so we won't sound like we're 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 hogging the time here. But okay. if right. you uh, if you had Lamar Cecil's course uh, or liked him, he he made us one of his supplementary reading things was a was a book called The Leopard. Uh, Lampedusa, and I recommend that book to you. That's, I that's read that. I read that, and it's probably because Dr. Cecil uh, required it, as I recall. Right. Uh, Tom, let me ask you one more quick question. Do you remember how uh, Dr. Cecil, uh, every class, he would begin by, he would have written words, names, and terms on the blackboard? I do remember that, as a matter of fact. He would that write the bibliography the, on, the, on, the, on the Yeah, he was a good book. guy. He really was, but Dr. Taylor was excellent, too. Tom, it's great talking with you. I'm going to let you go because I know you've got other people. Okay, thank you, Henry. Take care. You take care. Goodbye. Okay. And uh, forgive us, ladies and gentlemen, but a member of our radio family, we we, we kind of like to think it really is kind of like a family, that people enjoy maybe what we do and uh, gather around whenever they have the opportunity and we can have good conversations. Well, I'm going to make it easier. You know, I asked people, said I was going to ask people to name the... Uh, Ivy League schools and their their uh, nicknames. Here's one you ought to be able to handle. Let's name as many of the ACC schools. Uh, I'll bet the average bear out there, I'm talking about like Gilgi Bear now, but the average person cannot name the schools that are now in the Atlantic Coast Conference. It's about twice as hard as it was when I was in school and had to name the ones. There were eight at that time, and... Uh, uh, there were a couple that had changed. One team left, and another one came in. And if you wanted to to do that part of the history, that that would be wonderful. You'd be showing off, and it would be good. But uh, there are more than eight now, and I'd like to know if you can tell me the schools. 
and what their nicknames are. Okay, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Somebody ought to be willing to at least take on part of that question. Eight six zero nine seven eight three eight six zero. WPTF, the Tom Kearney Show on Friday night. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, maybe you'll be standing in line to answer some of our questions. Let me round up the questions again. I just made a very easy question for someone in this part of the world. Is uh, Since we had asked you to name the, the schools in the Ivy League, name the schools that are in the Atlantic Coast Conference. There are 15 of them, and I'm willing to bet nobody, that nobody can do it. But if you can, name as many as you can and take some educated guesses and get somebody else to help you. 919-860-9783. Now, originally I asked you to name the schools in the Ivy League, and I made it two questions. Now, Anthony, if you're still listening and you want to come by and try the ones in New England, you tried the ones outside of New England, you're welcome to come back. Now, you have a rain check and anybody else that wants to answer them, but there are four of the schools are in the part of the United States that we, and this is the Ivy League now, that we usually refer to as New England. And four of the Ivy League schools are outside the states more or less con- next to the station states in the in the Ivy League. So, and there are three states. We asked, I think it was last week or week before, that we we had uh, state mottoes like North Carolina's motto is "Esequam Wadere," which means to be rather than to seem. And I've always thought that was a great motto. North Carolina really got a good one. And uh, the motto of Virginia is "Six Semper Tyrannis," thus always to tyrants, which is what. Uh, uh, John Wilkes Booth yelled as he leapt from the stage after shooting Abraham Lincoln. Broke his leg, as you know, and you, most of you know that story. If not, it's always good to read a little history and rehearse some of those stories. But there are three, three that are one word, and actually two of them represent two of the biggest states. And the other one, as a matter of fact, represents the smallest state. So I'm giving you a little hint there. So, But they were just one word. I thought that will probably be fairly easy. We ask you three movie quotations. These are the top 50, top 50, top 100 quotes of all time. One of the, I gave you three to answer, and Joe got just one of them, so there's two left over for the crowd. Uh, we'll always have Paris. And that's one of eight quotes from the same movie that are in the top 100. We'll always have Paris. And if you've got movie nuts, and I always use nuts in the best sense of that word. People that are crazy about movies, they will know that. Uh, Humphrey Bogart said it uh, to, uh, oh, I can't think of her name, the Swedish actress now. Uh, so uh, you should know that. We'll always have Paris. And then one that I just wanted to have because it, I remember the movie, and I can tell you the actor's name who said it. So, uh, But it's Shane, Shane, come back. What's the name of the movie? And I hope you would know at least one of the actors, perhaps the the the, the person who said that, or perhaps the, the one of the stars of the movie. Shane, Shane, come back. 919 is the area code, 8609783, 919860WPTF. We've got about a minute left, and if you 
punch those buttons real fast, you could probably get on the scoreboard tonight and get an answer. And in any event, this is usually the point where I turn around and look and my old friend, I'm imagining this, of course, Jim Croce is back there behind the curtain and he's getting ready to come out. Uh, this is the guy, Jim Croce, of course, who introduced to a guy named Jim who liked to, to shoot pool and a guy named Leroy Brown who was really bad and lived on the south side of Chicago. But he has some other great great songs too, like uh, Time in a Bottle and one called Operator. And it's uh, from Operator that we picked a little segment that we regard as our signature. And uh, I hope uh, that our producer will be playing that song for you right now on WPTF. We'll look forward to talking to you Monday night when Dr. Mike Walton will be here. This is the signature, and I always like to listen to this. Take care. Keep it dying.